Hey guys, thanks for joining us as we are about to follow the light, talking about Hulu's The Path. It's season one, episode nine already, A Room of One's Own. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey everyone, thanks for joining us to talk about Hulu's The Path, A Room of One's Own. We are so excited to be back. It is the second to last episode, or as Mira and I have been saying, it's the penultimate <laughs> episode. So we're glad to use the word, and we are so happy to be able to talk about it. You might notice Susanna's not with us. She's sorry she couldn't be here today. She had a, um, an outside obligation, but Mira and I are. I'm Zoe Hewitt. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Zoe Said What. That's Z-O-E Said What. Where can everyone find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Miera Jennings. And I like how our music is still going with the ooh. Yes. Right as you get going. Now, um, I thought this episode was so interesting. Mm. And um, the way I thought we'd talk about it would be a little bit mostly in order, but with some jumps, because I felt like that's what would sort of make sense yeah. with the themes of the mm. episode. So, of course, we start at the beginning. It opens in Cusco. And um, there's a lot of voiceover with about how Cal was told not to let the movement die on the day of Dr. Stephen Meyer's diagnosis. And he actually apologizes to Stephen also, saying that he feels like he's done everything wrong. And during that VO, we see him at the bedside, and we also see him hiking to a scenic spot where he looks out at the city. And I wanted to talk about that specifically because that really goes back to the very first episode when we see the same thing with Mary. She mm -hmm. climbs to the top and she looks out around her surveying the area. So um, what did you think? Did you think they were really making this connection between Cal and Mary on purpose? Was that more of a coincidence? That's interesting. I didn't think about that. I, I didn't connect that. I don't know if Cal and Mary are that connected right now, to be honest. I don't get what Cal's fascination with her is. But I guess we'll talk about that later, maybe, when we talk about Sean and all of that situation. But honestly, I don't get how you can't at least feel a little tiny bit sorry for Cal. I don't, I just, I feel like his intentions are not 100% bad. And so I can't label him as a bad guy, even though he's done horrible things. I still, like, especially in that opening scene, I feel, you know compassionate a little bit mm -hmm. i mean he's sorry for what he's done and i totally believe that he is i think he has problems but <laughs> i mean i think he's trying to some extent it's like he's lost his way yeah. in a way and i think that it our sympathy for him has a lot to do also with how good the writing is and really how good oh, the yes, acting yes. is yes all yes yeah. not in real life just to clear that <laughs> up yeah. if he was running around killing people in real life i would not be for it but yes right, but somehow in it's in this scenario yes. in this world which is interesting. We had a lot of comments on Twitter from last week's episode. So thank you, everyone, for yeah. commenting and tweeting us and watching and listening. And, um, yeah, I think that that's interesting how they are managing to pull us into that sort of mm -hmm. sympathy for Cal at the same time. And it is funny. I don't feel like Cal and Mary are connected other than, of course, his sort of strange fascination with her. Yeah. But when I saw him looking out over the city, that yeah. was all I could think about, that it really referenced that first episode that so much. Mm -hmm. Now, do you think that the VO part was made up, the voiceover? Or do you think that Dr. Stephen Meyer really asked Cal to look out for the movement? Or do you think that Cal took it upon himself? I totally think he... Okay, so here's the thing. I don't want to say that he's just lying about it. I want to say that he truly believes that he was the next in line. But I don't think he couldn't communicate with him. Mm -hmm. I think 
we've seen aspects of that from Eddie and from Sarah at this point, these spiritual moments, but not really with Cal. Am I wrong? No, you're right. We haven't seen as much from Cal. And you're right. The other two have had that. Yeah. Visions, dreams, etc. But Cal really hasn't had any of those Mm -hmm. moments. So it makes me think maybe he's not really connecting in that way with the Myrism. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, you know, but the season's not over yet. So... And it'll be interesting if with next season, even we get a glimpse of Stephen Meyer while he's still healthy. Yeah, before I would love he fell that. into this coma because I don't feel like he's going to die in the yeah. in the next episode. But you know, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, then moving on, Sarah meets Allison. Dun dun dun. Mm, and she doesn't want to say much other than that she's not having an affair with Eddie. Mm-hmm. But Sarah basically then offers her further information and says she found um, Allison's husband's journal and. And it had some interesting information in it, she references. So in this sort of tit-for-tat, Allison then fesses up that Eddie has been having doubts. And when she sees how upset Sarah is, she tries first to say, like, hey, at least your husband's alive. He loves you. And then she just gets irritated at Sarah and says, like, get over yourself, woman. And Sarah leaves. And um, continuing also on that Allison Mm -hmm. storyline, later we see her reading the journal pages. And she's clearly distraught. We see her putting rocks in her pocket and walking out on the ice. Cut. And then there's this big, I mean, I thought she was definitely committing suicide, but it turns out, surprise, she is alive, and she basically turns herself into the movement at the end mm-hmm. of the show. And um, also after a brief foray into the doctor uh, Detective Abe storyline, we found out that when her husband was actually found in Peru, he had burns all over his hands that, of course, referenced climbing the ladder. Yes. So I wanted to just continue exploring that Sarah and Allison and mostly Allison's storyline because I thought it all tied together. Now, first of all, didn't you think she was committing suicide? I totally thought she was going out there and, you know, throwing in the towel, everything's over. Um, but just, okay, so initially I thought Sarah was lying about the journal. Mm-hmm. Then she's obviously not because Allison has it. And then I'm thinking, well, what's in the journal that is making her this distraught, like you said? And later on, when or later on, earlier on, I don't remember when it was, but when we find out that he had the burns, I'm like, oh my gosh, is this real? Is his journal yeah. talking about his experiences with the ladder and did he find the light and did he climb it and his body's left mm-hmm. on earth but his spirit went up and his hands were burned from the ladder and it's real and she's reading it and she wants to mm-hmm. join him. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah, I absolutely. Don't, you know? I mean, that's exactly, like, my exact line of thinking. Yeah. I thought that the reason she wanted to commit suicide is because she realized she'd been on this vendetta against Myerism for so long and surprise, now she realizes, wait a minute, it's all true. Yeah. Yeah. And so then when she was still alive after Actually, I was then I was floored. Like, yes, what was like in what happened? Yeah, what happened? <laughs> like, and she did his spirit save her <laughs> yeah. from the ice water? That was such a cool freaking scene. Like, mm-hmm. I loved it. And and just you know the moment at the end when she goes back to the compound. What were you thinking? Because I'm like, okay, does she believe? Is she there to admit everything and to just like really dive into it again or? Like, what, I don't know, I don't know what her motives are now to go back. See, I think she's diving in, and I think the burns on her on her husband's hands, yes. it was like, it was another one of these signs that we've seen yeah. of these mystical, 
is it or isn't it? I mean, yes. clearly burns can be caused from something else. Yeah. I mean, that's not the only, you know, yeah. touching a fake ladder that right. doesn't exist <laughs> is not the only way to really burn your hands in life. But it's I guess like with the true. baby last week yeah. or two weeks ago. Like, now I can't remember if it was last week or the week before, but like with the baby that Sarah seemed to bring back mm-hmm. to life, we get these little glimpses where the writers are really telling us, yeah. hey, maybe you should start to believe in this yeah. mystical end of things. I'm so glad they wrote that in because that was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and so do you think we'll see her again in the next episode oh, then? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. I agree. And, yeah, and I thought this was it. I thought, oh, end of the line for Allison yeah. Kemp. <laughs> That's crazy. They totally I, – I did not see that coming at all. No. Me either. And, of course, now I think we're all, like, dying. I know there have been a lot of tweets about <laughs> yeah. it, too, now today. And thank you guys for tweeting. It's so much fun to continue the discussion or to mm-hmm. start it early. And this question of what <laughs> was in the journal and did um, – you know, did the detective see something that we'll be hearing about other than the burns? Or is that yeah. really what the main point of it was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And actually, I guess, out. you know, and I guess also we were confusing it all. I guess the detective actually saw the coroner's report, which referenced the burns. Right. The journal was what he was keeping. Yeah. So I guess so we're going to no see something. no one else saw that, really. Yeah. So because right, so Sarah, they might yeah. not be in, that might not be in the journal then. Yeah. We don't know if he had the burns before he like if he wrote about it before yeah. he died, I guess, either. I, know. I hope we find out. So, yeah. And I think we will, but clearly there's a lot to the hand burns yeah, going on that right is now. So awesome. Yeah. Ah. So I'm great excited. one. I wish that uh, Sarah would come back. Sarah's the actress who plays Allison mm-hmm. because now I feel like even more questions. I know. <laughs> oh, we have to have her back next season, so. especially after this. Yeah. So, um, moving on, you know, we've talked a lot about Meyerism in the past, obviously, and if you have to actually give up your family members. Mm -hmm. That came up when we saw Sarah break into her sister's house. And um, so we were wondering, is it their choice to leave their family members behind? What's going on with that? So that leads us into Hawk. Mm -hmm. And Eddie and Hawk return from their 10-day walk, and Hawk is absolutely more determined than ever to reunite with Ashley. Yeah. And um, Hawk is nervous about his mom, but Eddie insists, don't worry, he's not going to let Sarah kick Hawk out, it'll all be okay. And Hawk and Ashley have this very passionate reunion in the chemistry lab, <laughs> which yes. also turns into the fact that, like, hey, Hawk, my family's been homeless, and Hawk's offering to drop out of school and support them. Um, and Sarah, or excuse me, and Ashley is, you know, like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then we have this very awkward family dinner when Hawk announces his intentions of actually staying in school and not taking his vows. And Sarah then announces that he won't be able to talk to anyone in the family again. And um, Eddie doesn't really do much to defend Hawk. The dinner continues. It's pretty awkward. And also during that dinner, Summer makes the announcement that Cal had been staying with the family while Eddie and Hawk were on their walk, which is, of course, a huge surprise to (laughs) Eddie in particular. Yeah. And uh, the next morning, continuing on that storyline, Hawk has packed up to leave. Eddie is clearly torn between his son and his wife. And Sarah talks to Cal and says, do something, like get my son back. And he basically then bribes Ashley with a house and a college scholarship if she'll leave Hawk alone. So the two break up yet again. I feel like it's this on-off relationship a lot. So they break up again, possibly for good this time. But when Hawk comes home and tells Eddie what happened, Eddie hears him use the same words that Sarah had used with him, Mm. talking about Meyerism, that the reason they're important is actually because of the movement. So he goes on high alert. 
And he basically goes into the meeting of all the upper rungs where Sarah and Cal both are and winds up punching Cal. So um, he takes matters into his own hands. So I know that's a lot to digest in all of that Mm -hmm. uh, storyline. So I guess starting off, did you think that Sarah would have actually had more sympathy for Hawk since since she lost her own sister? No. I don't like Sarah anymore. (laughs) I have to admit, last week, you know, when she had that moment with the baby and she was taking initiative and kind of, you know, claiming her leadership role, I was like, yeah, like, I'm liking Sarah more. And now I'm just like, okay, come on. Come on. You're not going to abandon your kid completely. And that I'm so glad they did answer that question that we've been wondering. Is it just, you know, cut ties once they don't Mm -hmm. fully believe in Meyerism? And it's so sad that that's the case. Yeah. And, and and honestly, as much as I want to say I'm not surprised that she was like, okay, well, go. You won't talk to us anymore. I just feel like Eddie, her love for her children and her family should mm-hmm. overpower Myerism, but I guess not. Yeah, I like, agree. It uh, was... It was like a hard balance of, on one hand, I was surprised that her son didn't, I don't want to say didn't mean more. I mean, I guess that is it. He didn't Mm -hmm. mean more to her than the movement. But on the other hand, I felt like I was also like, okay, of course she's going to pick the movement. We've seen her time and time again shown as a true believer. I mean, she is out of everyone on the show. I think we can all agree whether you're team Sarah, team Cal, team Eddie, or any combination of the three, that Sarah is definitely in the true believer category here. Oh, yeah. So, and um, what did you think, too, with that whole point that Eddie made of Cal is not your family, he's not your uncle? I loved that. I'm so glad Summer told that. I'm so glad. I'm just glad she didn't, well, I don't know. That would have been pretty crazy if she did see them kissing and stuff, but that would have been not appropriate, I don't think. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm so glad she told him. I'm so glad Eddie could get upset about that because Sarah acts like she's so perfect Mm -hmm. and she's just so honest and Eddie's doing wrong and Hawk's doing wrong, but okay, honey, you're doing wrong too. (laughs) Uh And it's time to own up to your mistakes and your secrets and your lies. She didn't tell Eddie that Cal was staying there. Mm -hmm. And I really hope that he dives into that more because obviously there's more to find out. Yeah, right. And and the daughter, Summer, confessed about, or not confessed, I guess, mentioned yeah. at least, that he had stayed. But, of course, no mention of the kiss. Yeah. And Sarah certainly hasn't stepped up to say she transgressed and needs exactly. her 14 days in the mm-hmm. little room by herself. Yeah, where's her juice? Where's her... Yeah, that's right. And you know what really actually kind of irritated me, too? Why should Hawk be the one to drop out of school to support Ashley's family? Ashley wasn't dropping out of school to support her family. Why is it yeah. his responsibility? See, that's the thing. I, You know I'm team Ashley, <laughs> so let's just start with that. But I was so disappointed that he said that. I feel like up till this episode, uh, I was really feeling like Hawk is just really, he just loves this girl. And, you know, it's an experience that's different from what he's used to. Mm-hmm. And he's craving, you know, a taste of the outside world. But now I'm just like kind of considering what you and Susanna may have been saying is the fact that maybe, or maybe you haven't been saying this, I don't know. But I'm just considering maybe he's just like young and dumb and like <laughs> infatuated with somebody who's mm-hmm. really not going to matter in the long term. And I hate to say it, but I mean, I can think about guys who I really liked in high school and mm-hmm. I thought, oh man, like this is my forever. <laughs> and okay, like I haven't talked to them in years and I'm completely fine, as you can see. Right. But it's just like... 
I don't want him to ever feel like he's going to like die and lose everything if he can't have her. But at mm-hmm. the same time, I don't want him to feel like that if he doesn't believe in Myerism. Right. So I really don't know what to do, <laughs> what he should do. I don't what know. team are you yeah, now? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have definitely been vocal that I have not loved the Hawk-Ashley relationship yeah. because <laughs> I just feel like she's pulling him away. And not that, of course, you can't be pulled away from this movement. Yeah. But I don't know. I just... I felt like Hawk was such a believer that I and yeah. a genuine, nice, innocent kid that mm-hmm. I felt like I guess I didn't want to mess with that. Mm-hmm. And here she was coming in and messing with that. And then this turned me off even more because now we have her basic. I mean, she did say he shouldn't do it, but here he is feeling like his responsibility yeah. is to drop out of school. And I feel like it's great if you want to love her. Fine if you decide you want to leave the movement for her. But now dropping out of school? Yeah. So, and I thought it was interesting, too, that his point wasn't that he just didn't want to take the vows. His point was that he wants to stay in school, yeah. which is interesting because it makes it sound like Myerism basically insists that you leave school at 16, then, yeah. which I don't think we had really had before. I think they might do some kind of homeschooling type thing after that point. I think they have education. I, I I heard something like that in previous episode. And please let me know if you guys remember this, but something like that after they leave school, they like do their own thing. So I don't know. I just, I, I don't know what to think about Ashley's decision in breaking up with Hawk and kind of taking Cal's bribe or whatever. I just, I don't know what to think. I don't know if I'm happy or sad about it, to be honest. And first of all, let me just go back and say, I totally thought Cal was going to like hurt her. Me too. Oh, yes. Thank you. I'm glad you brought that up. Me too. It was like creepy after school special guy. Yeah. Get in my car, little girl. I have something to show oh, you. I thought she was going to be in the trunk of the car. Yeah. Seriously. Yes. I'm so glad you brought oh, that up. Yes. yes. I'm so glad she survived that little trip. So I'm like, okay. A bribe is nothing compared to death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But just still, I just, ah, uh, I don't know. And I'm hoping, well, I guess she didn't even really tell him that she spoke with Cal. No, I don't think she told him. Why? Because I think then it looks like she's being bribed. She wanted but it she to be admitted. Her. Like, she already broke up with him because of her family. So wouldn't it be better for her to just say, listen, I can't afford anything. I'm poor. My family <laughs> is poor. He said he's going to pay for this, and I don't want to take you away from your family. So, hey, we're going to go our separate ways. I would respect that more than her just, like, out of nowhere breaking up with him after she already got back with him. Like, you already gave him another chance and you want to make it work, and now it's out of nowhere again after he makes the decision to leave basically for her. But see, do you think that it was the bribe that made her want to break up with him, or do you think it was Cal's words about how he would be giving up everything for her? Especially Cal turned Mm. around and talked about her family and said, you know, your dad is gone. You didn't have a choice. Hawk has a choice. Hawk could be with his family. So... I was wondering if she's doing it more of an altruistic nature and it doesn't have to do with the bribe. Mm. That's sort of set aside. So That's interesting. And I think that's why she also doesn't want it to be because of Cal because then Hawk has more of an opportunity to say, oh, don't listen to Cal. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. I'm a big boy. That's true. So. I think Cal's very smart in the way he played it mm-hmm. now that you say that because he, he got both sides. Yeah. Yeah. He got, yeah. you know, he took care of their money situation and he took care of gilding her into thinking that Hawk would lose everything like she did. So Which he would. Oh. I know. I know. I mean, and isn't it interesting, too, that Cal was the one who stepped up? I mean, I hate to say it, but, like, 
It made me feel like Eddie wasn't quite as much the big strapping dad of the family Mm -hmm. that Cal had to go and do it because Eddie is so torn between Sarah right now and his children. Yeah, I think I think Eddie has been so hesitant to fully talk about this situation with Hawk because of his own situation and his own struggles. Mm -hmm. And so I completely agree with you. I think there were so many opportunities where Eddie could have really talked to Hawk and like really worked things out with him and tried Mm -hmm. to figure out a solution to these things and and how to confront Cal about the situation, maybe how to talk to Ashley and make it work for everybody. But I I feel like he's just scared to even touch that fully right now because Mm -hmm. of his own doubts. Yeah, absolutely. I think so, too. He's nervous about what else is ahead. Yeah. But before we move on, everyone, thank you again so much for listening. Remember, you can take a moment to subscribe to us on iTunes. You can subscribe to us on YouTube. Leave us some reviews in both places. Leave us some comments. We love them. We respond to them. So um, thank you. And thank you for tweeting us also. We love it. It's so much fun to continue the discussion, (laughs) to do a pre-discussion and any combination thereof. All week long. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, you know, moving on. So then we have Hawk and his relationship that are really sort of almost hitting Sarah when she's down already. It's in the midst Mm -hmm. of her exiling her only son that she's also dealing with reconciling her love of Eddie and her indoctrination into Meyerism. She's also, of course, on the hunt for Silas and wants counsel from him because the news of Eddie's doubts have shaken her so much. And when he and Hawk return from their walk, she doesn't actually rush out to greet them. And her first words to Eddie were, I know about Allison. So she's clearly on that path already. Um, She does confront Eddie and almost seems more upset about her own behavior with Miranda and um, her embarrassment with it than the Mm -hmm. actual situation. And then, of course, we finally see Eddie make a definite stand. Eddie says that if he told her what was happening, she would have wanted him in a cell and reprogrammed. She says it may have actually helped, but he puts his foot down for the first time and says, (laughs) no, it absolutely would not have. But then right after that, we see them having sex together on the kitchen floor, (laughs) which is almost like a truce in the middle of all this. Yeah. Um, She doesn't really know what she wants. She goes to Cal, and she does start kissing him, but does manage to pull back when she says that she needs help with Hawk, and she's desperate. And then, of course, also in the midst of all of this drama, literally, uh, Cal tells Sarah that Stephen has finished the rungs and that Stephen wants Sarah to actually help lead the next phase of the movement with Cal so that they can be guardians of the light together. So starting off with probably the most minor point in all of this, why weren't they worried about their kids Kids seeing them having sex on the kitchen floor? I wrote that down. Where did I put it? Do kids hear that? (laughs) Um, What? First of all, she broke the glass. I know that must have been loud. <laughs> Nobody, you know, okay, fine, whatever, broken glass downstairs. I was like, oh, they didn't wake up from the glass. Yeah, Let's have exactly. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, in the middle of the floor, like, poor little Summer's going to walk in for a glass of milk and see things she's I was see. waiting for that. Yeah. I was totally expecting yeah. at least one of the at kids least one of to them, show up. Hey, oh well. <laughs> they were in deep sleep. <laughs> they apparently they sleep with earplugs. Yeah. So in this talking about being guardians of the light together, do you think that Cal is basically offering up this partnership with Sarah in order to protect his place and gain an ally within the movement? Or do you think that it's more that he's just trying to further his relationship with her aside from all the political wheeling and dealing? Hmm. So do you think it's more personal or political? Oh, that's a good question. At first I thought it was just all relationship Uh like but now that you say that i'm thinking well there's a lot of people that doubt his power Mm -hmm. especially bill and felicia and the other high rungs or whatever higher ups whatever they're called upper rungs yeah 
So I'm just thinking maybe, you know, she trusts him more than a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. And she would probably be his safety net. Mm-hmm. So I think you're right. Um, but I'm just, uh, I really don't know where this is going with the, with the leadership thing. Mm-hmm. Because if she catches wind of what he's done, that would be more dangerous for yeah. him. Yeah, absolutely. If she's a leader. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think that Sarah can overlook and forgive a lot, but yeah. I don't think she'll be able to overlook murder. Especially no, of Silas, Silas, who she clearly has yeah. such a close relationship with. Yeah. And do you think that Sarah actually believes that Cal is making it up? Because she left right after that. There, there was, was a, yeah, that moment was And I was, was weird. wondering, does she know that it's fake? I don't, I don't think she knows it's fake, but honestly, okay, so up until that point, mm-hmm. she's just been really gullible when it comes to Cal. She believes everything he says, mm-hmm. especially relating to Stephen. And I think that was the first moment where she didn't like, you know, glow and smile at the thought of being, you know, a leader mm-hmm. with Cal and, oh, Stephen wants me to do this. She was, she just left like, yeah. okay. So I'm wondering if we're going to see a little bit more doubt from her finally. Right. Because I hope so. <laughs> I couldn't decide either if yeah. I felt like she was leaving because she knew that it was a false sentiment or if she was leaving because she was just so overwhelmed with everything else in her life that she was having a hard time thinking about taking on this additional responsibility, which, I mean, last week was the first time that we, or was it two weeks ago mm. now? I mean, it was the first time that we saw her step up yeah. and take responsibility within yep. the movement at I think all. it was last week, yeah. Or, so. or two weeks, yeah. The, no, I think it was two family. weeks now. Yeah. With yeah. Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. It could have been a mix of both. Mm -hmm. I guess we'll have to wait and see what she does with that news before we can really decipher that. But especially because I think as of last week, at least, I think we were all pretty much in the boat that Sarah is the true leader here. Yeah, we were. So how will it be when she realizes she's coming into that power? Because, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe she doesn't want to share it with Cal. Maybe she thinks it should be just her. Yeah, I think I think Cal's going to regret that decision. (laughs) (laughs) Possibly. Very possibly. Now, with all of the relationships that were ebbing and flowing this week, of course, there's more with Mary. Mm. And um, she confesses about the drugs to Sean, but leaves out the part where she's sleeping with the nurse. And as a side note, I felt like we finally needed the nurse's name. So I actually looked it up on IMDb. And then they used it. Is it Betsy? It's Betsy. All right. So I thought, oh, I was right on it this week. And then, bam, they told us. So it's Betsy. She was sleeping with Betsy. Um, So Betsy goes around giving Sean basically the stink eye (laughs) the whole time until he finally confronts her and it looks like they're in the middle of lunch in the cafeteria when Betsy announces in a very loud voice that Mary slept with her for drugs and is probably using Sean the same way. Mary gets upset, of course. She throws water on Betsy and attacks and they all wind up in Cal's office where big awkward situation number two past fat family dinner they explain things now about what was happening and cal decides betsy needs time off that will somehow help her but then he pointedly talks about how you love people for their failings and that marriage is the cornerstone of their movement because it takes so much work to love broken people to which mary realizes she must he must be talking directly to her and promptly declares she wants to marry sean so do you think cal is purposely pushing her to marry sean because it sure felt that way to me yeah but why? I still don't understand their yeah. dynamic. Mm-hmm. That's probably the one relationship in the whole entire show that I'm confused about. Mary mm-hmm. and Cal. I don't know what his intentions are with her. Do you have any idea? I mean, I, I just don't. 
I don't get it. I think she's just an outlet for him, like a vessel. And he's not touching her. I think he realizes that would be going too far, as though murder isn't too far. (laughs) But I think he realizes that would be going too far across the line. So he doesn't want to touch her. And maybe he feels like if he gets her married off, it will keep his hands off of her. Maybe Hmm. that's why he's pushing her. Because it sure felt like he was talking also directly to Sean when he was talking about forgiving people for failings, too. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, we talked about it also last week. Have your feelings changed at all? Do you think that Mary had feelings for Betsy when they were together? Or was she using her purely for the drugs? Drugs. So do you think she really has the feelings for Sean then? Or is it because Cal is pushing her See, to See, that's him? the other we question. Don't I don't know if she really cares about Sean. I think when we discussed this last week, uh, Mary has some kind of mental disability in some capacity. Wrong. Like, you can just yeah. tell. Yeah, And so I think she's very impressionable. And whatever Mm -hmm. Cal hints at, she just goes with. I can't tell if she really cares about Sean. Mm -hmm. To be honest with you right now, I'm leaning towards no. Because, Uh yeah. However, that moment when she did confide in him about, you know, the drugs, Mm -hmm. that was, I mean, I feel like she was reaching out for help. Right. But at the same time, I just feel like she's Cal's puppet in some way. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't quite, unless it's just that thing with like with her father that she's used to seeing men in power have that control over her. Because overall, I'd say my opinion is that she does genuinely love Sean. Hmm. I thought she genuinely loved Betsy too. But then the fact that she went back to Sean. But what was also interesting, and we had talked about this, was was the lesbian relationship taboo with admirerism. And it seems like that's not. Because Cal didn't address that. She wasn't embarrassed. So I guess kudos for them. Like one in the point of one chalk one up for (laughs) admirerism that they're not homophobic. Exactly. There might be a lot of other things. A lot of other problems. But good job for being (laughs) inclusive in in that aspect. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Go admirerism. Yeah, that was cool. You know, no one was ashamed or anything when they admitted that. So that was was fine. Um, But yeah, I just I'm not convinced that she really cares about Sean. And honestly, I felt so bad for him. Sean is the biggest like, pawn in all of this. Yeah, yeah. he's just, uh, I don't know. I like Sean. I think I'm team Sean. Yeah, <laughs> team, team Sean, Sean and anyone. Too. Yeah, come on, <laughs> Mary. Don't make any more mistakes. I know. Don't break his heart, Mary. Yeah. So then Eddie, of course, continues to go through lots of trials, as he has since the beginning. And this week, he um, goes to Sarah's parents for help because he tries uh, to appeal to them to help Sarah come around. But it turns out that Sarah has actually kept their problems hidden from them. And Sarah's dad, on one hand, wants to try and get Eddie reprogrammed, but her mom says it's too late and then declares he is no longer even her son-in-law. So what do you think it means that Sarah hasn't even told her parents about Eddie's doubts? Was she trying to keep it a secret because she knew what her parents would say and she wanted to protect him? Oh, yeah. Sarah is all... Honestly, okay... As much as Sarah believes in, you know, Myerism and all of that, I feel like she's also all about images. And her family just seems so perfect and happy up until this point. I don't think she wants to spoil that in front of everybody. She already went through the situation with Miranda Frank. Mm -hmm. Everybody knew about what Eddie did with Miranda Frank, supposedly. Obviously, that's not true. Um, I just feel like she wasn't ready to deal with that publicly. Maybe she has to digest it uh-huh. privately a little bit and figure out what she's going to do and what Eddie's going to decide and whatever else before she talks to her parents. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on that same note, I feel like that was such a horrible decision on Eddie's part to go talk to her parents. Really? I yes. thought it made sense in the no, moment. See, I think no, she no, was. No. I do think she was trying to protect him. I think yeah. she knew her parents would say 
that he's out then. And she wasn't quite ready, I think, to say goodbye to Eddie. Mm -hmm. So she thought by not saying anything, she can maybe get him to come around. Yeah. And I thought it made sense that he would go to them and say, hey, you lost a daughter. Like, do you really want to lose Hawk? But that surprised you, really? It surprised me. But they lost their daughter. I know, but they're not sorry. Apparently. Like, they don't call her up on Christmas or anything. Like, they're not <laughs> she's got looking. Kids. Yeah, like, it seems like she's been on her own without them for a while, yeah. and they haven't heard from her. So I just feel like at this point, he should know how deep into Myerism her family is. I would not choose them to be the confidants right. in the situation. Um, but, you know, so be it. I and guess. I just feel like he dug himself a, a deeper oh, hole. Oh, it was so awful. And then... Oh, this occurred to me. Did you get the impression at all that Sarah's dad, maybe, when they had referred to his his transgression Mm -hmm. earlier, maybe it's that he had had doubts as well? Because I felt like when he was looking at Eddie, when he even looked at his wife, I felt like there was more of that sympathy. I mean, he wanted to get Eddie reprogrammed so Mm -hmm. that he could stay. It was the mom who said immediately, you're out, we're done. Yeah, it's too late. He's too far gone. So I thought maybe it was the dad also who had had doubts, and it wasn't that he had an actual affair. Yeah, that's. I was thinking it was an affair. Uh, I mean, that's what we thought at the time, yeah. but I'm just wondering hmm. now if either they had covered it up or we misunderstood because Maybe I mean, we'll that it was led that yeah. you know, on purpose. Maybe they'll tell us one day. I don't know. <laughs> one day in the future. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll know. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> so, Calvin is also on a final bit of his journey this week. He was meeting with uh, John Rich and what's what seemed to be a burlesque club. <laughs> And uh, John's comments were that he really hasn't heard anything since he had Cal beaten up. And um, it turns out that Cal is there because he basically wants to exchange help for his forgiveness. He wants John to counsel. He wants John to counsel him. Sorry, I can't get those words out for some reason. <laughs> on real estate investments and offshore accounts for long-term growth of the movement, John is willing to help because surprise, surprise! It turns out Freddie is back. He's Woo! in school and he's healthy again. And yes. on the Freddie note, actually, Max was in the studio earlier, so we got to see him <laughs> yeah. again. And if you don't already follow him on Twitter, he told us that he'll be taking over the Hulu account on Sunday because there's going to be a big advanced screening of the finale. So you can watch for him on the Hulu account. You can watch for him on his own account. And hopefully we'll see him again next season Mm -hmm. in the studio with us talking about his continued role of Freddy. But it sounds like Freddy's in tip-top shape again. Sounds like it worked. The juice worked. Everything worked. So that's good. Do you think that Cal knew Freddy was healthy when he asked for the meeting or was that a surprise? I think that was a surprise. I couldn't decide. I think it was a surprise because the way he told him, I mean, if he already knew. But if he didn't know that Cal knew. Like if Cal had had his feelers out uh, and already knew. I don't know. I don't because know. Sarah was there. Yeah, I think Sarah. Although if, Sarah, I guess, sent him to Silas in Peru. So Yeah, I don't know. Did Sarah know? <laughs> I'm sure she had to have. I don't know. I just felt like they would have known what happened to him. Yeah. And that they like basically just weren't telling us hmm. the audience. And then suddenly... Maybe they didn't know. Maybe they're finding out for the first time with us. I don't know. But so. I just, yeah, I don't I don't know about that. Well, do you think that he wants the offshore account so he can squirrel money away for himself because he's not a believer and he thinks that he needs an escape patch? Or do you think it's genuinely for the movement that he wants to I set down I honestly thought he, he was, his intentions were for the movement, actually, in that point. And I'm surprised I did <laughs> because I don't really trust every single one of Cal's uh-huh. actions, but... I really think he's just trying to expand as quickly as possible mm-hmm. while he has the power so that he can maybe take credit for it and, mm-hmm. and grow the movement. He even mentioned, you know, we're getting money basically thrown at us. People are really mm-hmm. supporting us. They're believing in us. Uh, so I think he just wants to capitalize mm-hmm. right now. 
Uh, I didn't get, do you think it was for per- personal reasons? I don't know. Just when I hear offshore accounts, I mean, I feel like that's <laughs> yeah. code. Automatically. <laughs> that's code. Something in, ain't right. Yeah, like any TV show or movie, whoever wants an offshore account, they're usually hiding money for something. So I think that if he had just said real estate yeah. or help with investments, I yeah. think I would have believed it was for the movement. But when I heard offshore accounts, I thought, mm, maybe mm, fishy. he realizes that maybe he thinks someone will realize that he killed Silas that it'll come out sooner or later and he needs to escape. I mean, hmm, that's a good point. Might be covering his tracks. Yeah. Eh, I guess we'll see. He needs some money to get on he out does, of town. Yeah. Get out of Dodge. Now, Wait, are you going to mention the yes, horse what? show with the guns on the stage or no? <laughs> and please, yes, by all means. <laughs> I'm totally joking. So irrelevant, but I just thought that was interesting with the laser beams. The whole thing, yes. Whatever. And Cal was trying Moving so on. hard like not to look, yeah, too, but he pretty, wanted yeah, to so yeah. much. And that's the thing. I th- I feel like he tries so hard to, to behave. <laughs> yes. Like, he wants to do the right yeah. thing. But he can't, I guess, mm. for lack of a better word. Yeah, something's wrong. Yeah. And again, this is just a TV show, guys. Yes, In just real a life, show. we wouldn't just give him so much credit. <laughs> Not he can't behave. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> You know, kill whoever you want, Cal. No, just because it's a TV show, yeah. I think we're willing to sit in this world yes. and accept the world. Absolutely. And within this world, he tries. Yes. He really does try yes. to do the right thing. Thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> for, yeah. Just when, in case. Just in case you guys need to know. <laughs> So, do you think, on a final question there, did John feel bad for having Cal beaten up because he felt bad about it? Was it because he realized his son was actually okay and Cal, or the rest of the movement, since it was really against Cal's better, you know, it wasn't what Cal wanted, that, hey, it fixed his son? Yeah, he totally thinks, you know what, this worked. Mm -hmm. That's it. Point blank period. I I think if it didn't work, he'd probably beat him up again. (laughs) So, that's, yeah, that's just the vibe I get from John. Like, oops, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. It worked after all. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So um, I think we've covered all the major plot points. Yeah. Tell me, do you have something that you want to add that we should continue to talk about? Um, I think that is it. Did we talk about Eddie confronting Cal? About the Did we talk him? about that already? You know, I forgot. We, we mentioned it just in the su- summary, but we yeah. didn't go any further into it. So what did you think then when Eddie punched Cal at the upper rung meeting? Well, yeah, that's the only thing I think I would mention because I'm worried about the perception of Eddie now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On the compound and like with the community. I'm just I'm worried that if he makes himself look like this, mm-hmm. if the news ever got out that he was having doubts that people wouldn't back him or they'd just like, you know what I mean? There would be no sympathy. Yeah. Um, and maybe there already won't be. I don't know. But I just feel like, oh, man, he maybe needs to be a little careful for now. And it will be interesting because you're right. Within that realm, yeah. when um, the reason that he punched Cal comes out and that it's because he just wants to keep Hawk you know, as part of the family and that Cal's busy bribing people, people won't have sympathy for him. The true believers of the movement will say, hey, Hawk made his decision or is going to make his decision to leave. And hey, that's what we say. We don't, you know, we don't stay in touch after that. So it will be interesting. It will. I'm just glad Joy didn't (laughs) pop up to, you know, make her comments about Hawk deciding to leave. Yeah, we didn't see her at all this episode. I'm shocked. She She would have been the main one. (laughs) And we didn't see the new baby either. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That whole part of the family was, we saw the brother very briefly. Oh, we saw, oh, that's another thing, and this is, like, so random. I don't remember when it was, but um, 
when Eddie stood up to speak about his walk at the gathering. Yeah. Did you catch after he sat back down, uh, Nicole was behind them, like rolling her eyes. No, I missed that. Yeah, she's such a hater. I'm totally getting that now from her. So maybe we will see more of that then because it wasn't in the earlier episodes, yeah. but if it's continuing now, yeah. maybe they are making a bigger point. That well, that's she's what I'm trying, trying to under. To, I'm yeah. trying to decipher whether or not it's just like. you know a testament to her personality like if they're just throwing these things in to say you know she's just like jealous and bitter a little bit of sarah but what would the point be if there wasn't a bigger i mean uh people are haters for no reason too so but within the world it could just it could just be like whatever but we've seen it before like you you know well only in that last episode with the baby we saw it twice we saw the baby we saw when she when was it? When she was like, oh, is the Sarah Parade over? Same episode. So, Twice in yeah, that episode. Yeah, I totally caught that this time. Yeah. I don't know if you want to go back and look for it, but the it was eyes. there. She was like, oh, oh. okay, this is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> so she just hates the whole family, maybe. Uh, maybe. Maybe. And I liked that Eddie, speaking of that part, too, he didn't get up there and make something up and say that he mm. really had this big vision. He was honest and yes. said, I realized that my family is it for me. Yeah. That is my truth. And I liked that. Mm. But it's interesting then because basically by the end of the episode, the family is the truth for him, but in a different way. It's mm. no longer Sarah. I think it's his kids. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to bring up. Yeah. So do you think after he punched Cal, mm-hmm. there was like that look between Sarah and Eddie was serious at that moment? Like I uh-huh. felt up until this point, Eddie is so in love with Sarah. Mm-hmm. And now I'm thinking he's might, you know, yes. be at wit's end with her. Yes. I thought this was this was the first episode mm-hmm. of the first time that I started thinking, oh, Eddie is no longer drinking the Sarah juice. Yeah. 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 That now it's for his kids. Mm-hmm. It's not for Sarah anymore. Absolutely. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if he comes back around into the movement or if he's out now. Yeah, it will be interesting to find that out. And the final episode of the season is called The Miracle. So I'm hoping, I guess, for some hand burns. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> so should we talk about some predictions? Yeah. Let's do it. And now... <laughs> Number one, yes. Sarah, I mean not Sarah, Allison is a believer again. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hope that we find out what was in that journal. Um, number two, I don't know why I feel like Mary's going to die. I, oh. I, I've just been feeling that for the whole entire season. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if she's going to overdose. I don't know what's going to happen, but I just feel like she's uh-huh. not going to last. I don't know why. I'm surprised she's lasted this long, actually. Yeah. I didn't feel like she was a main character at first, but then it turns out she really yeah. is. Yeah. And as far as Hawk is concerned, ooh, I don't know. I feel like something's going to happen where he changes his mind. He can't just leave. It'll be too easy if he just goes. So you're saying he'll change his mind and, and come stay back, in the movement, yeah. mm-hmm. regardless of Ashley. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm on board. I think we will see what's in the journal. We'll hear about it. There will be more details coming from the journal. I also agree. I think Allison is back on board. She Mm. is a believer. But I think that it's Eddie now taking her place as the official doubter in the group and Mm -hmm. that he's going to be watching out for his kids. And I also think with this episode coming up called The Miracle, 
that I think I feel like someone's gonna get burned. Like literally, because yes. we've heard now twice. We've heard got Felicia with the burns. We've got Allison's husband with the burns. Mm-hmm. I guess three times if you count Dr. Steven yeah. too. So I feel like I'm putting my money on the miracle has something to do, if not with specific hand burns, but fire. Which also would finally give us what's going on with the house on fire because mm-hmm. we never really I think that's part of where the ladder came from originally. Yeah. So I feel like that might be part of where we're going. Yeah. So I'm so excited. So excited for the last episode. Can't wait. And uh, before we go, Miara, where can everyone find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miara Jennings and YouTube at or youtube.com slash Miara Jennings TV. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'm Zoe Hewitt. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zoe Said What. That's Zoe Said What. You can also find me on YouTube at Zoe Hewitt Hosting, where I do a weekly movie analysis show talking about themes, symbolism, and eagle eye details to watch for. I talked about Money Monster this week. Thanks so much for joining us, and we will see you next week for our final episode. Woo. Bye-bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 